die young. Yeah. Push me to the edge and I'm on fire. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Bad News Bond, and I'm here with Nasty Leroy, Party Marty, and the returning Belt God. How's it going, everyone? All good. Good. It's going good. I'm just, you know, getting back from training and everything and stuff like that. So, yeah. And how how's how things going, uh, Belcott? Life is good. It's great. That's great. You know, the fans been asking about you, and they were really excited to have you back and come back on this episode. Why was uh, Fry Daddy on uh, AEW Dark again? I didn't even know Fry Daddy was still wrestling for AEW. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's on dark on Tuesday. It doesn't matter because he didn't win. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I, I want to take this time to congratulate <laughs> that voice. I want to take the time to congratulate you, Aaron Fry, aka Fry Daddy. You have a mass, massive success by wrestling Eric Young this year. You've been on AW Dark. You appeared on NXT. All to the credit of the belt god. As soon as was I, coming there. There he goes. As soon as I mentioned your name, you idiot, you started popping like chicken grease. <laughs> and the thing is, is that you owe that to me. So if I don't get any of those checks, okay, I'm going to come and I'm going to snatch those fake dreads off of your head and expose you for the bald bitch that you are. Jesus Christ. You know, I didn't know he was in NXT. When would this? Well, when did this happen? Let me tell you something. This, the thing that he has in common with all those matches I mentioned, newsflash, he lost. Yeah, he's he's uh he laid on his back too many times, huh? Hey, if he look if he lays on his back any more times, he'll be showing his matches on OnlyFans. How much the price is gonna be? Like, you think it's gonna be like two dollars or lower? I mean, how much would you pay to see a black man with dreads, with <laughs> fake dreads, get uh, pounded? <laughs> I, you know what? I ain't. You know what? Pause. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna comment on that one. <laughs> well, I told I told him this in the DMs, and if I see him, I'll tell him. I was like, I'm glad for your success, Fry. Uh, I am happy uh, that you are AEW. I personally hope they bring you back even more. I mean, and we were, we just said the same thing. I just said the same thing. I hope he gets a contract. 
There we go. We There's the Zen. contract. So, wait, he he got a contract. Nice, and I hope he gets a contract. And he, he's sponsored by the uh, by pound cake. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Jesus! You know he's probably sponsored by them thick ass dreads. Yeah, for real, man. Looks, I don't know what hair club he is. But the thing that's impressive about that is that it looks natural. It stays on his head, and when he sweats, you know, it, it just it doesn't move. So the thing is, is that he's shown us a success. You know, uh, Fry Daddy, if you're listening, whoever is putting dreads on your head, bro, pass their number to me, bro. Like, I, I need some hair. All right. No, I, I might, I might take it up on the new look. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, over here looking, I'm gonna look like T Pain mixed with Kimbo Slice when I go to Florida. You know, and uh, yeah. in May. We should, wait, we should get Marty some dreads. Uh, <laughs> I fucking laugh. <laughs> I thought he said, I don't think so. No, that laugh, that, like, I don't think so, laugh. I'm good. All right. All right. So, party. I'm good. So, party, Marty, you know, you're the only one that watched Monday Night Raw. Probably Lee Ray watched it too, probably. But tell us, man, what happened? What happened on Monday Night Raw? Uh, Officially, the hurt business is done. I don't know why WWE. WWE did that to us because uh, her business was great going forward and stuff like that, but they destroyed one faction already again. So the her business is done. Um, what else was happening on Raw? Um, Sheamus and Matt Riddle had a match leading to a title match soon. Uh, next pay per view. Um, it was a good match. Sheamus won it. So. A lot of people are going for Seamus to win, like, one win the United States title. Uh, oh, hold on, Marty, Marty, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah. Okay. Everything that you just said in these quick two minutes indicates that WWE has no idea what they're doing. They don't know anything about storytelling. They don't anything, know anything about booking. They don't know anything about long-term booking. The yeah. person who's in charge of Monday Night Raw right now is Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard was in power when TNA was around. Back when MVP and Bobby Lashley was in the main, when the, when they was in the beatdown clan, yo. The thing is that the beatdown clan ran longer than the hurt business ran, and Bruce Pritchard ate very well as a fat cow at TNA when the beatdown clan was around. So yeah. I think this was more of a Vince McMahon move. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. you know what? I, I'm gonna ask the question. This is gonna be controversial, but you know what? It's, was, was the Hurt Business disbanded because they were a powerful band of main event black guys? And is it too much black like main eventers in there? Because WWE hasn't been too kind to black main eventers in the past. Yep. Mark Henry got title opportunities and only won the world. I don't say this. Hold on. Hold on, Ray. Hold your peace. Mark Henry. Mark Henry only won the championship once when Randy Orton could never beat uh, John Cena when he got his opportunity and he should have beat John Cena. Facts. Uh, yes, we have Booker T who only held the championship 
he only he never won the WWE Championship. The Rock, he only he didn't hold the championship as many times as Stone Cold held the championship three times. Uh, Ahmed Johnson, who was huge at the time, never won the WWE Championship. Nope. Only the Intercontinental. All only the Intercontinental Championship. And uh, there I even say people like uh, Kofi Kingston had to wait for a long time before he got Oh, he had to wait like 20 years or 10 years. And then get squashed in eight seconds. Yes. So the thing is is that is it not a a disturbing trend if you're of – and and this is a controversial subject that we can touch on that not too many people touch on. Uh, Is it a concerning thing as a fan – if you watch this and you know that there's talent of color and you see them being squashed or stereotyped. Yes, yes it is. Cause uh, Xavier Woods, like he's uh, unrated and he deserves mm-hmm. a single run. He deserves the intercontinental shot. He deserves the United States. He even deserves a WWE title shot. Like they don't even give him a title shot. He deserves a lot more what he is. Like they don't expect, they don't, they don't give him any credit or any, at all he's like i i love the new day but they never give him a push at all i know big e's getting a big e to get a WWE title but also xavier woods of like the the work the ethic and everything he puts in the ring he's overrated he's not he's not even like he's not even getting any push at all like he should get a push because he puts his body on the line like even when the Wyatt family was around, he was the only one that took them to the limit. Like, I know, I know, uh, Kobe and Kingston and Big E were around, but they were always like on the outside. And it looked like Xavier Woods took three on one half time in a three on three tag team match. It was him kicking ass in the ring every time, and they never got credit for it at all. Hey, here, here's the, here's the even thick in this, okay? Let's look at the let's look at how they have Zia Lee now. Uh Asta. You know what I'm saying? They're they're sort of like one dimensional characters. Yep. Who yeah. can't go, go outside of what your normal stereotypes would be of a certain race and stuff. Let's look at the reason why Andrade was released from WWE. They say he never popped off, but the thing is he was never diversified as a character. No. You know what I'm saying? Zelina Vega. She was never able to do that she needs to do, you know, to gain a character fan base and stuff to kind of like let us know who Zelina is. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just it's really a concerning thing for for a lot of minorities in the WWE because it's sort of like they're boxed in. Shinsuke Nakamura, when they turned him heel, he wasn't an interesting heel. He was just like a stereotypical Asian heel. Yeah, they speak English. Yeah. Yeah, so that was his game. And, and that's and shoot, let, let's even go deeper. Let's look at now with the iconics. They break up the iconics, right? You got two women from Australia, and you got, um, you know, you got Peyton Royce, who's supposed to be like this little sultry siren or whatever, which they have enough of those with Mandy Rose and everybody else. Mm-hmm. But then you got Billy Kay playing the loudmouth, you know, the loudmouth, desperate, like, you know. Aussie chick, yeah. like you know, it's just it's ridiculous to play into those stereotypes because it's 2021, and I feel like their booking is very, very, very 80s uh, lazy, and their storytelling is very lazy. Their use of talent is very lazy. It is true. Very and true. So, 
I say I say this, not even watching, but just watching the clips. Uh, you know, on to that point. Um, MVP said, yeah, "Oh, the hurt business is me. It's his uh, MVP and Bobby Lester, where we always taking applicants." So I guess I guess they could. I guess they still keep their business uh, around. But at your point exactly. I uh, I agree, and then also to bring this up, uh, just towns in general. Like I think their 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 thought process of how you book uh, towns that are that are different ethnicity is like they put in a corner and that not they're, they're diversified. They don't have no depth to them and. Uh, it's fight back with the Latinas and Latinos. It's like that with Asians. It's like that with Koreans. If you're not Caucasian, you don't have no depth. I mean, look what Vince Russo said. You know, he said he rather had a white dude, you know, than an Asian guy as his world champion. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. That's him. But, like, but, like, this is, this is the problem, like, this is why. This is why, and, and I, I, I uh, uh, even with NXT, NXT has NXT, NXT to a certain to a certain extent has improved that. But still, even there, you're you're in a certain you're in a certain category. You're certain in a certain vault. You know, you're you only you only pigeonholed to do a certain thing and. I like what they're doing with Raquel Diaz, Raquel Diaz, Raquel Gonzalez. But, uh, you know, I, I want to see more, uh, more diverse, more in-depth diverse characters and won't be in a type like, you know, like Zion Lee and everybody. And like fucking, uh, um, what's her name? Kali, uh, not Kali, Kaden Carter. Like she's the, she's a, Minority, mommy people know that they posted this a while back that she was Filipino, and I didn't know that she's black and Filipino. And like, you know, you gotta you gotta have some where people can relate and also diversify and also be get be in depth, have multiple layers. So like, like how they do on Impact Wrestling, right? Oh no! Here we go with the Impact Wrestling burial. I mean, I'm not doing impact wrestling. I'm just saying. Well, you know, you know what, you know what? That brings up a point, actually. Mister Black from the Sir Workers podcast uh, always said they love how they have that diversity, and I like that dude. They have more diversity on impact than they do on WWE, and you can't fucking take that shit away. They yeah, are, I, I actually could. Where do we start? Oh, with Mister Bojangles, where Swan shook and jived. Here we go. Doing his little uh, dance. He's not shucking his diamond. Have I ever seen an Uncle Tom? It's Rick Swan. Like he's fucking yeah, Uncle. Listen, listen. if I'm... anybody's Uncle Tom, it's Cheeseburger. Okay. Wow. 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 You said it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, put that on Rick Swan. He's dancing. I mean, hey, you quit defending that Ohio bitch. Wow. He's not from Ohio. He's from Baltimore, Maryland, bro. Like, what are you talking about? He's from about? Ohio. <laughs> He's from Baltimore, Maryland. You just like it because you dance too. Yeah, smile and t-shirt. <laughs> Difference is that he's no. up here doing uh, the driller, and you up here swinging your hips. 
Hey, listen, Mr. You know, dancing and whooping ass, okay? He's not whooping ass, so he's getting his ass whooped. He's getting his ass completely whooped. <laughs> it, hate, uh, it gets tan the cheapest for getting his ass whooped. Well, I, I, I say this in a, in a sense of of all of all pro wrestling of all pro wrestling. I've seen I've seen some I've seen some uh, some change, but it's not in WWE. It's in whether you like it or not. It's it's on, normally on it's normally on GCW cards and stuff of that magnitude, where they're bringing more diversity for the uh hold on, for. Hold on. Hold on, see, this is where I knew you was gonna try name dropping. This is where I got to stop you. The only reason I don't agree with you on GCW is because they don't have enough time to tell a story. GCW puts together good cards and good matches, but they don't like it's GCW uh, would be more pro wrestling than any other of the big majors right now because they don't take the sports entertainment route. They give you good wrestling matches, great events and stuff, but there's no sports entertainment aspect to it. Yep. They're not trying to entertain. It's just matches. I'm saying two guys get in there and give it their all and stuff, you know. And there is no like, and you know, there's not that. Oh, we're going to do this little segment right here, and you know, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, most of the promos, most interviews, or anything like that are more specific to the match and stuff. And like, no, a week long, month long, you know, build to that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I would have to disagree about DCW. Well, I disagree with you, sir. All right. If you pay attention, the biggest story, the biggest storyline and angle was with Nick Gage and the 44HO. And even and I hate those rat bastards, you know, be, you know, those Man, you just want to name drop them because you got beef with them. Yeah, he was, yeah, I got beef with them because they jumped me, and they're, they're little bitches because they don't want. Leroy, Leroy, you gotta let the past go, bro. And we're wrestling them, so you know. All right, let's get but, to uh, uh, AEW. We gotta let the past go. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not letting the past go. Let it go, okay? Leroy. Let it go. You've been talking about it since eight, uh, October. Let it go. Let it go. About, let let go. that shit go, sir. Let it fly. No, I'm not. I'm not letting it go. All <laughs> let, right? it, let it go. Anyway, anyway, well, my point is. For about before the COVID stuff happened, it was about at least six months that they had that story where uh, that Nick that Nick Gage was chasing Ricky Shane Page, and every time he ch- and every time Ricky Shane Page was about to get his ass whooped, you know Nick Gage would uh would uh, they would they would take it away from Nick Gage, so they would so Ricky would get get caught. Nick Gage will fuck him up or about to fuck him up and something will happen. So that only that only made the story, that only made the story even more better, especially if they had new members joining or whatever, or somebody from the locker room betrayed uh, you know, the, the GCW locker room to join 44HO. Okay, see here, here's here's where you messed up, sir. And and party Marty, we're gonna let you finish your raw uh review in a second. But yeah. leave- those two, those two gentlemen that you were talking about, to our original point, those two gentlemen, what, uh, what race are they? They're Caucasian. Okay, see, what Vaughn was covering just now, he was talking about how a lot of Caucasian wrestlers have been allotted the privilege of being multi-dimensional in their characters and stuff, mm-hmm. showing sides of themselves and stuff, and we were talking about that. 
uh, minorities, there's certain, you know, wrestlers of color have kind of been stereotypical. Tatanka was actually a white dude. He was not Native American. I think he was like Italian, I want to say. Really? He played a, na- he played a Native American dude. Oh, yeah, it was the same thing with uh, the the guy that played the Middle East. Yeah, he, he, I found that he was Italian, too. But yeah. Mohammed Hassan. Yeah, so so the thing is, is that you have to think about what we're saying right here because what we're saying is, like, we're just speaking on the need for showing more depth and character and stuff. <laughs> Talking about how, you know, the WWE has a large talent pool and how they are lazy in their um in their building for their uh character development and the reason why and i'm going to say this on the record the reason why we did not in- include aew in this is because aew is a new company and they only have one show wwe has three shows or if you want to count nxt uh uk the thing is that wwe has no excuse on how they cannot format and use their channel to promote talent and develop talent. So I have, I would say, you know, AEW does get that same kind of, like, you know, they, they don't get that same kind of treatment from us because AEW, I feel like, maximizes and tries to tell a story and builds their talent. Mm-hmm. True. So. All right. Marty, give, or give me some more of what I didn't miss from Monday Night Raw because it sounds like it sucked. Um, what else happened? Uh, Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon was running around, running away from Braun Strowman like always. Um, they were supposed to have a match at WrestleMania. They're going to have a cage match because uh, Braun Strowman doesn't want uh, Shane McMahon's little goons to be. Jesus! Sorry, I guess so. I guess it's Zendig. <laughs> Yeah, so um, not, nothing else much that much. Hey, oh, wait. You, you're forgetting oh, something. Bobby Lashley put, a, Bobby Lashley put a, like a, a bounty on Drew McIntyre to see if anybody can take him out, too. Well, what happened towards the end of the show, Marty? End of the show? End of the show. Wait, what happened towards uh, the very end of the show? Who Who came back to Monday Night Raw? Um, the Baron Corbin came back to Monday Night Raw. Yes. Oh, Bobby So it seemed like they broke up the Hurt business to bring fucking Baron Corbin from SmackDown to yeah. Raw to align himself with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> it just, you know, just you know that gets us ended. You know, I'm sorry. It just Jesus. I mean, just that's just stupid. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is nasty. Leave a wrestler. No, don't you put that shit on me. Jesus. Hey, Yo. Hey, Cabetta Man Dan said you were playing as Baron Corbin. You know, on on in two K. No, was it? That's what he said. Oh, Cabetta <laughs> Man didn't say that. He said that at He's breakfast. I mean, why break up the Hurt Business and put Baron Corbin, like, a line of... Like, you could have had the Hurt Business still, you know, ride all the way to WrestleMania. 
you know, it's it just it, it goes back to the point. I think, just, a, I think it's a sort of, bro. I think it's a sort of because I follow MVP and he said, oh, oh yeah, Baron Corbin's not a part of it. The, the hurt business, and then they like, oh yeah, we still taking applicants, but it's just me, uh, me and Bobby are in the hurt business, and I was like, I guess so. I was like, listen, if if Baron Corbin next week is all of a sudden in a suit and is like a part of the hurt business, I'm done watching WWE. That's it for me. I'm done. I mean, I've been watch stop watching WWE, but. Fuck the pay per views. Fuck uh, WrestleMania. You know, I'm not even watching WrestleMania to be, you know, be completely honest with you. You know, but as I'm, I'll, I'll be done, <laughs> folks. What we got I would like to see. Hold those thoughts, like uh, Nasty Leroy. Hold those thoughts, Nasty Leroy. We got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. All right, welcome back to the 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm here with the belt guy, Party Marty, and uh, Nasty Leroy. And uh, Nasty Leroy, um, what's on your mind? You, you had something before you, uh, something to say before we went on a break. So I see here on the Twitter that, um, as Billy Ray said, the Twitter machine, um, that, you know, Bobby, Bobby and MVP are still part of the her business, they're looking for applications. And Baron Corbin is not a part of their her business. So with that being said, if that's if they put out that narrative, um, if you're gonna get new members, I I would this is my personal, I would go for you put you put Keith Lee in there, you put Naomi in there, you put uh you know, Ricky Shea has to do something, so I would be like, he has to do something. So I will put Ricochet in there, and um, and that will be my new. That will be the hurt business and stuff. That will be my version of the hurt business and stuff. So, so uh, which which one of your twitters just gave you that information? No, it's on MVP's Twitter though. I, I wanted to go look it up and stuff. It's not twitty it. Okay, you mean yeah. the marks? No, not tweets or marks. Okay? They marks. Don't not don't defend. Don't the nasty don't. Nation, okay? Your nasty nation is nothing but marks. The idiots. They're my, they're my supporters <laughs> and my friends. Okay. Well, most of them are marks. We love the nasty nation. We love the nasty nation. But people that's not a part of the nasty nation, you're nothing but marks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, Twitters then. Them snowflakes. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I tell you what. Like. I'll say this. I don't call all of you a marks, but I do call some marks. The traditional. Well, you but, know. Hold on, we got to move into ten. We got to move into Impact Wrestling. We don't want to hear about you uh, defending these marks. So uh, yeah, defending them, I was gonna call them out. Nah, 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 nah. You gonna you defend them? My, you might. There's nothing to cover on Impact Wrestling, so we might as well just keep it moving. <laughs> Did anybody watch Impact? Anybody? I watch Impact, okay. You know, hey, wait, wait. I, I, I watched Impact too, and I fell asleep. <laughs> it was good medicine. That's a hell of a review. Yeah. That's a hell of a review. Yeah, it was the greatest sleep I ever had in my life. <laughs> it was a true Impact. <laughs> impact. Impact. <laughs> 
So uh yeah, so uh look forward to Kenny Omega taking that belt from uh uh thriller dancing, teeth showing, uh yes master, I'll dance some more, Rick Swan from Ohio. Exactly. He's not from Ohio, he's he, from Baltimore. He's from Ohio. He's from Baltimore, Maryland. Well he's he might as well be looking like a goddamn smiling ass idiot. Straight up. For now on show by the way and uh just just blindsided him uh the good brothers are tripping out here because there's like they you know they just since they lost the tag team brothers kenny and the good brothers are not talking i guess on impact they're just trying to, to trip and um james storm james storm uh was a man by a reunion by his old uh, American Most Wanted person, uh, a tag team partner, Braden uh, Walker, uh, Chris Harris. That was that was a shocking that was a shocking moment, and uh, and then the exhibition title uh, scene where I get TJP and uh, Josh Alexander going at it, and that's you know that's interesting. You know I think it's a lot of interesting parts going on, but I don't get the Trey Miguel and Sammy stuff. I really don't get it. It's just uh, uh, I 
it's probably a long time story because they they do have been doing good stories lately. So I'm not going to crap on it. I'm not going to say like, oh, this shit. But I don't I don't get it right now. Maybe I just got to tune in more and stuff, you know. Come on, uh, The Jordan Grace last time match was good with Jazz, so that was a banger. And uh, I was a good week of impact, you know. And then uh, Eric's, Eric's Young State was going around with Rhino. Um and uh, they're beefing regime storm, so that's that's my uh, that's my good uh, quick little you know stuff. Otherwise, uh, impact yeah. impact sucked. How invested are you in the progress of storylines that impact has going on? Well, I mean, I'm invested in in. Um, Two storylines, two storylines. It's not even the Kenny. This Kenny stuff is cool, but the one, the real stuff. I mean, I'm invested is in Trey McGill, uh, uh storyline with Sammy Callahan because they got history. Because it's kind of like a you know they kind of switched it, but also also the Eric Young and James Storm stuff, and and of course the Kenny Omega and Rick Schreiner is cool too. But those are the things I'm. When you bring your old tag partner back, I I wonder how that dynamic is gonna go. So that's how I, that's the care about. It. And of course, fire uh, fire and flame, you know, Kira and uh, Constant Steels, and of course, you know, yeah. and then of course, in the Bay of turning on, uh, just Gabby. You know, you didn't see that coming, so you know. Yeah. Well, we we know where fire and ice is going. Fire and ice, yeah, whatever they call. It's one of the cold. Fire and fire. Who cares, Leroy? Jesus. <laughs> Who cares, Leroy? Who cares? They call themselves flavor and ice. Not from Ohio. They're not from Ohio. Just saying, which I'm not from Ohio. Why are you bringing up stuff from Ohio? You want to be from Ohio? I'm not from Ohio. It's you, like, are, you may, you might, you want to be more from Ohio than I do. So no, nah, I don't want to be from Ohio. You sound like you want to be from Ohio. You hang out with people from Ohio, so you know that never oh, been. Uh, Ohio is heavy on my heart right now because they had a great track. Uh, I got. I think I got to speak on this because you know it's it's kind of like something that needs to be talked about. The okay. state of Ohio, great tragedy, uh, over the last month. You know, with everything going on with COVID nineteen, it's good to see everybody comes together on play and uh, get back to some sense of normalcy and practice something called March Madness, where everybody, all these kids, got to shine and everything. Mm-hmm. And you, a lot of people, a lot of people, a different areas came together. They got to really write a historical chapter. For their state, their cities, their schools, and just for themselves. Everybody except for the state of Ohio and the, the team they call Ohio State, they back and showed that no matter if it was pre-COVID, during COVID, or after COVID, they failures. They are failures. Okay, they proved that they cannot do anything right. They got beat by a team called Old. Roberts University. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> they got beat by the Waltons. Okay. That's 
they got beat by. They got beat by the dad from fucking uh, whatever that is. Uh, what was that show that Jessica Bill was up? Whatever the hell that show was. <laughs> that, that fucking stuff. Ohio, you're failure. Okay, you're never gonna do good. Your team, the Browns, were on helmets. You're trash. Okay, the Cavaliers. There isn't even the ocean over there for them to reach your state. How does any Cavalier over there? You idiots. Okay. Let me tell you something. I still hate you all. No matter what I was on my fat. The only thing that drove me past my fat is my hatred for your state, for your people, just for the air that you breathe. Okay. I hate you. And fuck Fry Daddy. There we go. All right. So uh, have you guys try to listen to, not listen. But watched uh, AEW last night. Hey, do you know the NFL draft is in the What was that? I know the NFL draft is in the all this year. No. That means that whoever Marty's Dolphins draft is going to be a failure because he's going to draft it in the state of Ohio. No. Jesus! I thought we'll win the Super Bowl. Not if they get a guy in Ohio. Jesus! <laughs> my what, God. What, I could relish in my hate all day. Well, you know, did any of you guys watch uh, AEW last night? Yeah, it was fire. All right. I did. So, what did you guys think about uh, Christian versus uh, Frankie Kazarian for the opener match? <laughs> Who, who did the deep side? <laughs> somebody, somebody, both of those. Old. <laughs> both of them look old. Like Chris, it's nostalgic to have them back. And Frankie Kazarian is a great enhancement. Top, like they don't deserve TV time over guys who are younger who need to have their story told. My God, private party. My God, Jurassic Express needs more time. My God, the butcher and the boy. Joey Janela. Joey, Joey Janela needs more time. Listen, I do not need Christian on my TV screen. Captain Charisma can go. Uh, Frankie Kazarian is his time to bow out. Uh, Daniels is his time to bow out. They gave us a lot of good years, but they are now enhancement talents. They are now enhancement talents to get the next generation ready. To pursue their greatness in the ring, and I have a problem company wide with these nostalgia talents taking up time from the legacy of younger wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that aside, but what do you think about the match altogether? They look old. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to disagree. Well, they they did look old. They got gray hair and all that shit, you know. But besides that. You know, it was a good match. I like it. It was a nice back and forth match. They almost went over the twenty minute time period. You know, uh, Christian hits his kill switch in the end, or whatever it's called now. You know, you know, you know. Um, so, but you know, they both looked good. You know, I think Kazarian may be turning heel. I mean, everybody's turning heel in AEW right now. It's no surprise. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, Christian. I don't think we're going to see a lot of him like wrestling like um, on TV like that. It, it may be like he's one not, of the- he's not. He's not made for a, a Ray for a wrestling capacity. 
He's he's going to do a lot of six man tags. I can tell you that right now. Like he's going to do a lot of tag matches, a lot of six man tags. He's not going to do a lot of one on one. I think. Can you realize that in the ring? His face looked like that. Like, yeah, I'm not ready for those singles matches. His face looked like that yeah, in the rumble. All right, it's cool. That's just how he looks. But like, yeah, <laughs> he ain't been, he ain't been. Like the only time we seen him in the ring was like uh, at the Royal Rumble. So and he had a real, uh, he had a real. I'll say it. He had a real nasty reality that. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not made for no one on one match. Most get tag, you know. He could tag with like Brian, uh, Brian Human Jr. and Griff Garrison and stuff like that. So don't get me started with them. <laughs> don't get me started with them. I still, I'm still pissed at Griff Garrison. But letting this boy get fucked up like that, not doing anything about that. The hell! I, I, that's why we haven't seen he Brian got, Pillman this this he got, this TV taping. I'm telling you, Brian Pillman's gonna turn on Griff Garrison. I hope so. God, I hope so. Fuck that tag team. Maybe he might. Maybe he might just bring back the loose cannon character like his dad did. Hey, you see him in MLW? He he actually has the tights. He I think he wrestled uh, Leo Rush with the four horse yep, and tights on. You yep. might be right. You might That's be right that. Oh, shout out to Leo Rush, by the way. The man's doing big things. He's uh Yeah, shout out to my former enemy. You should, you had to say you know, but uh yeah, he got a match coming up uh against Loki, Enzo Amore, and um Jordan Oliver. One of those matches he will be the Blackheart Leo Rush. And I'm I'm really loving the Blackheart Leo I Rush. I think the Jordan Oliver match he's um, Jordan Oliver match he's gonna be the Blackheart. Yeah, that's the that's one. Not a promo. There's a promo where Jordan Oliver has a tape. Joy Janela's calling him, say, Hey, uh, you better not watch that tape. Uh and then you see a like a uh napkin with black with like a heart that's like half black a slit underneath the door. It's pretty good shit. But back to AEW. What was the second match? Wait a minute, uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about oh, wait, wait. Before we get to the second match, I actually want to get to this point right now. And I want to get your um opinion on it. How you feel about QT Marcella? <laughs> I knew it was coming. How you like them apples? I'm I'm so proud of QT. <laughs> I know that I, I know last week I said who gives a fuck about QT Marshall? But this week I give a fuck about QT Marshall. That was a good you know heel why turn. He turned? Because people said the shit. That is a people good who give a, who give a fuck about uh, QT? That's angry. He didn't even get an entrance. He didn't even get an entrance. He was already in the ring, like a jobber. Here's the thing. The thing is that we all cared about QT. QT never cared about us, and he showed his true colors. Mm-hmm. Max, he so, did rap bastard shit before. Yeah, I see. On I, me, so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised about that. I the see when QT sucked to punch you. Yeah, I seen that. The only thing I'm surprised is about my rest where the rest were my training partners turning on Lee and everybody else. Oh, do you know? Do you know today this is real shit? Do you know into the factory today? Fucking, <laughs> uh, I see people just looking at me and they say, and I say, like, I say, like, what y'all looking at me for? Like normally, normally it's like, what's up, man? I say whatever. He was like, he was like, yo. I was like, don't even, don't even go. Like I don't know what happened. So then, then like, then like, uh. I don't, 
I just, I just, everybody was in, in shock. And like, you know, like QT was not there. The only coach that was there was like the, the coaches that normally be there was just Ray and Luke, you know. And like, yeah, there was nobody there. There was nobody there that was that was on TV. Normally they be there sometimes at the TV. But like, no, there was nobody. No Cody, no, no QT, no Lee, no nobody. Like, Anthony Gogo, nah, none of that. Because they all in Jacksonville. So, yeah, <laughs> they all, all in Jacksonville, but they probably healing up, you know, to be honest. Well, Leroy. QT is going, he's going radio silent. I, I've been texting the dude, won't even answer my text. Like, nothing. Well, you know, Leroy, I want to actually ask you this question, man. With, you got to be torn. So, you know, you being an honorary member of the uh, Nightmare family and training at the Nightmare Factory, you know, with your head trainer, QT Marshall, turning on Cody Rose, man. It's, the, the, the answer, the question is, what side are you on? You know what? I was, I was a ball of emotions this whole few hours. And I would like to say, oh, I'm on this side, oh, I'm on that side. You know what side I'm on? Neither, because I'm not taking sides on no civil nightmare factory war. I'm not doing it. The only side that I'm on is the nasty team side and Janela's own side, okay? That's the only side I'm doing right now. So, wait. If you had a if, if QT gave you a choice, what, what would you say? We'll get that bridge when we cross there. We'll get to the bridge when we cross there. Because right now I'm like I'm in a, I'm in like a different emotions. I'm in a mix of emotions. I'm on either side right now. I don't know if I can pick a side right now, to be honest. Before we go to the break, I just want to say this. You better pick God's gift. We'll be right back with these commercial break. Do you need a little help with your picks this week? Do you want to dominate your league? I want to dominate my league, Dr. Dan. Head over to YouTube and search MFSN The Hub. Go to the channel and hit that subscribe button. And you better hit that bell like LL Cool J says so you're notified when we drop some new fantasy sports knowledge that you must know. Also, if you have any questions that you want answered, head over to at MFSN TV on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and tag at MFSN TV, and we will answer your question. Heck, it might even get featured on an episode. I'm Ross the Boss, and I like talking fantasy sports with you, cowboy. All right, welcome back to the 810 Podcast. I'm here with Belt God, Nasty Leroy, and Party Marty. No Larry Lariat allowed, so he's not here. And when I see you, Larry. Who is this Larry Lariat? He's a dude that beat my ass during the interview. He snuck me. (laughs) Hit you with that Lariat? This fucking laid you out? Yeah, he hit me with a fucking Lariat. Mm. Sound like one of them bitter old ass veterans that are being in a locker room. You hear he said he wanted his guns and knives. Yeah, he wanted his guns and knives, you know, you know, man with man. Like, okay, Undertaker. You know, back to AEW though. Um back with man with man. Uh what was the next match? Um it was uh it was a tag match. I know I'm all over the place. It's a women's tag match. Akara Sheeta. I finally said her full name. 
and Ty Conti that looking mm-hmm. like a million bucks uh, versus uh, Nyla Rose and uh, Allie. You know, um, how you guys feel about this match? Let me get my opinion in first. This match was really good. Uh, from the standpoint of, of like, from like a lot of months before, if you put these women in, um, you know, the first time you've been, it'll been all over. But this was a good paced match. And I, and this is not me speaking as a fan. This is like, I'm going to speak as a wrestler. This was a good paced match. I feel like everybody was taking their time. Everybody was on their stuff. Uh, Tekanti has really improved, like, in AEW, like, leaps and bounds. Like, every time I see her, she's improved as a as a wrestler and stuff. And so has Nala, so has Nala Rose, and she she's now uh, doing the American sound really good and stuff. So, uh, Allie, she's a veteran, so she can't I, – I would think if it got off track, she would put it back on track. But it was a good win, sneak behind win. Uh, I don't know about having all those people around ringside, but yeah, it I should like that. It was a good, uh, good match. It was a good way to have the roster, male and female roster, in between. It had told a good story between the Dark Order and the Hardy family office, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, which, yeah. I don't know, but you know, still, it was good. You know, um, it just it told a good story outside, and they did a good job um, showcasing Ty Conti. Which uh, they just building her up, maybe like a potential challenger finally to Akara Ashida, which I'm probably gonna butcher it. I just butcher it now. So um, it was a good match, you know. Party Marty, what do you think, bro? I think it went back and forth. I think it was a great match, uh, well deserved to show what the female wrestlers can do for in <laughs> for elite wrestling. So yes, I did love the match. It went back and forth. How you guys said it was a great match. And they used to, they 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 entertained the fans and stuff too because they do have fans there so they entered they, they they had a great match it was back and forth so I I, I liked it. All right, Belka, how how you feel about this match? Belka, are you still with us? <laughs> He's coughing. Give him a second. Who's coughing? I got some reefer. About that. Just y'all, pa- y'all got a reefer? Y'all want to pass that shit? Because I, I ran out. Like, I ran out in mid, mid-episode. mid <laughs> You call it a reefer. I can't get used to that, bro. You know, you get used to it. I've been calling a reefer for what? How long? I can't. Six years? Used to it. No, I've been calling a reefer ever since I watched Dave Chappelle back in the day. Oh my god, this is fucking call it gas or something. Weird. I am not I calling know. it gas. I'm calling god. it a reefer. That's like calling Rick Swan a wrestler. The hell? <laughs> Y'all gonna get his head. Bruh, I, I hope Rick Swan don't listen to this podcast. He gonna get him. Why? 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 I don't give a damn about Rick Swan. He, he ain't gonna come in on this podcast. He ain't welcome he on this podcast. Gonna get belt guy he mainly gonna get belt guy to the hands. He ain't gonna give nobody the hands. First, he need to go ahead and do something about them dreadlocks. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Friday, wrist one, I go team on the boat. You guys, some nasty, mad ass dreadlocks. Hey, when they ask me, they were like, bro, you got a problem with me? That's hey, bro, I respect you, bro. They ain't me. That's Bill God and Bad News Vine, okay? Look, look, I got some. Hey, Party Marty are are neutral, and we like you, okay? 
That bullshit. For bullshitting Leroy. You know, Rick's, you know, he got an afro growing over his goddamn dress. Man, that shit is nasty and tacky. Do something with that, well, brother. If Bell Guy's not gonna say nothing, I'm gonna say this about about uh the main event. I like the main event. The main event was, uh, was wait, we ain't gonna talk event. about that. We ain't talking about nothing else. We ain't talking about the uh the 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 six man tag with uh Kenny Omega and uh Good Brothers versus the Lucha Bros and uh Laredo Kid. Yeah, it was a- that was a good match too. That was a good. That was a good match too. Uh, it's it it uh, intertwined the stories. I I really think on a we could talk about how John Moxley and and uh, the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega and, and you know the Young Bucks are gonna go at it. But the one thing I don't think anybody's paying attention to, you notice how the Spanish announcer Alex Marvez is paired up. I love it. Love Alex with Penta. He like he's really into it. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he he's like, man, I really want to do something. I really want to be a manager. He like he wants to be a manager, and I feel like they're gonna do more with him. I just feel it. Like, I've said that to the Giants when I was listening to them. Any podcast that I'm listening to, and they talking about that, that I think he's going to be as a manager for him. That's what I think. So y'all need to watch out for that. So. Um, I think that's gonna be good, but I want to get to the main event because uh, a favorite moment of mine happened, and I'm glad. Um, so, so people know about my history of Penelope Ford and stuff, and Kip Sabian. You know, I tried to take the nice route. You know? Jesus, I've, I've told, I've told. There goes Leroy Bickligan. Huh? There goes Leroy Bickligan. You had to include himself in that real quick. No, no, no. Everybody know my history with them, but I tried to, I tried to take the nice route and be like, you know what? I'm not gonna be with you no more. But you know, they don't want to set my body just so fuck them, okay? Um, but the in the moment of the the Orange Cassidy and Miro RK kind of street fight, I, I like the what all are to use everything around the ring. Um, I like the return. Of uh, Trent, that was really good. His mom coming back and stuff. Always gotta love his mom in the minivan. That's that's cool and shit because it's real life stuff. And then the return of Stretch Statlander. I don't know if it's you or me, but Chris Allen looking really really good. Like she was looking good before, and I was like, oh she's cute, but damn she's looking good. Maybe it's just the hair, or it was the gear, or whatever, or maybe she's put on some extra muscle. She was looking good. Like she was she looking, looked leaner. She was looking real right. She looked a little leaner. Yeah, she was looking lean. She was like, like cause, you know, she she used a, you know, she had a little thickness to her, but now she looked lean. Maybe it's that. But yeah, she fucking killed it last night on uh, on Wednesday night on, on Dynamite. Uh, I like the ending. The ending was really, really good. How it all pieced together. Um, using the mom in there, using the tables in there, using everybody in there, everybody, the best friends, beating up uh, Miro, uh, and then beating up Penelope. <laughs> fucking Penelope, fucking, I don't know if anybody caught that one. When, when Chris came back, she uh, hit the glass and hit, her, and hit Penelope right in the face. Like, wow. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Like fucking Conrad. Uh, so I think it was a good story told match because if yeah, we bury, if people, you know, we're not talking about the people crap on it, but that was a good story because uh, it you know, even 
even that Trent got hurt, it made it destroy even better because uh, Chuck was was mad that his friend was taken away, so now he had to be a butler for three months almost for a long, what, like a month or two? It was a month. month. It was like a month. month. Well, here's the thing. The, the story is finally over. It, it was actually a good send-off. It's over with. We're, we're done. It was a good match. You know, uh, we don't have to sit through this feud anymore. Jesus Christ. You know, this this feud went on way too long. When did Meryl debut? Did anybody know? Uh, maybe in the fall. So this basically. I, I forget. I forget. I forget off top. Um, I'll look it up. Let's just say that this feud went on about the fall, like. Best friends feuded with Kip Sabian and you know Miro ever since the fall of 2021. Now we in the fucking spring of 20. Wait, the fall of 2020. And now we're in the spring of 2021. And a feud is now just ended. That's a long fucking feud. And they supposed to have a blow-off match of revolution. I guess this was the blow-off match, but you know, it's it's all good now. It's all forgiven. It was a good match. Everybody can move on. Miro can probably feud with uh, Kip Sabian. That'd probably be good. We'll probably see him skyrocket to the uh, AEW title. I think we're going to see. We're probably going to see some uh, really good match types. I really like, well, I don't know. That wouldn't be a good match uh, style-wise. I was going to say Penta and uh, Miro, but I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't like that one. That's that's too uh, wow. Probably. Um, Belka, what do you think about this uh, main event? Only man. <laughs> Only man. What? Only man of the earth to watch is Godzilla versus Kong. Yo, hey, shout out to uh, who this is. Uh, one, uh, the host of the Ah Fuck It podcast. He has a very amazing av- a review of Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Um, I'm gonna right. check check that sh- um, movie out after this podcast, of course. I do want to say, I do want to say. Speaking of that, they having like their Godzilla versus Kong kind of thing. Uh, Jurassic Express uh, and Bear Country match. Uh, I think that's gonna be good. Uh, even that I hate, you know, even that I hate to give. I want to say I hate to give them credit, but like I'm. Not gonna knock them because they do have a good training facility. Like, um, per um, our uh, the fuck company, um, Russell Pro in New Jersey, New York. They do put out good train, uh, good wrestlers and good thing. Uh, they're from that facility, and I did not know that. So shout out to them for you know training, uh, you know with Pat Buck and you know Kevin Matthews and all those people over there. Uh, they're they good wrestlers over there. I can't, I, you know, I'm not gonna crap on them. Um, good job. Um, the thing, the one problem I got with, okay, the, like the match is gonna be probably good, but one thing I got a problem with Spare Country, you know, um, I can't see Jurassic Express representing um, uh, Godzilla, but they're bears who they're not nowhere near Kong, like a monkey, there's no, no gorillas in them. I don't know. I, that's my nickpick. That's, that's a little small nickpick, you know. That's 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 just me, you know. 
But you know, I like the graphic, but they just they're bears. Yeah, I mean they're bears. I, I, I mean, will say this: like the fucking promo that fucking uh, Jungle Boy, aka Honey Jack, aka Thirst Trap Jack, um, hey, that's put what, out. Uh, wait, was, wait, Leroy. Really, uh, I gotta say this: that is a badass wrestling name, Thirst Trap Jack. Hey, one of you marks that want to be a pro wrestler. There you go. That's your pro wrestling name. Continue. Oh, it's Jack Perry's name. Come on now. What? That's Jack Perry's name. Well, no, he ain't using it. Well, it's known that he's Honey Jack, so, you know. Well, he is he getting money for being Thirst Track Jack? Well, I, I, I just, I call him Thirst Track in the public now, but he's really Honey Jack. Hey, Marty, so. you should be Thirst Trap Jack. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Take your shirt off and uh, take a picture of it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway. Irish Powerball. Yeah. That's bad, bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, as JR said, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, as JR says, making him look like he's a 1950 wrestler out here. With really good good promos. Like, I uh, I say this. Like, that was a really good promo from him. Um. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Like really, really good stuff. Uh, I will say this in general, and this is like I would say this to Tony. I would say this to Cody and everything. This is just as as a fan, as a wrestler, but mainly as a fan, as a fan of this AEW. I would like them to like promote more dark uh uh stuff on there. They're they're dead doing it, but like I would like them to promote more dark, more more being elite. Like in this, you know, promote in a way where it ties into the storylines because you you kind of leaving people in the dark, like you know, no pun intended, but you leaving people like you know who don't watch uh, being the elite. Somebody like me watches everything, uh, will click. But well, that's it, on them. They have know. they know it's out there. They gotta they gotta do the research. They they can you yeah, know man, use their little phones on a they can use their little fingers what? to get to the uh, you know app. And you know, type in AEW Dark or AEW Dark Evolution or BTE or Sammy Guevara's blog because that's now somewhat canon. You know, um, they 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 got the uh, they they grown ass people. They can definitely do it. Don't tell these marks what to do. But you know, one thing though, Leroy, I want to talk to you about this. I want to ask you, how much did you jizz when you saw MJF go in the toilet? It was the happiest moment of my life, okay? I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I wasn't judging, but it was the happiest moment of my life. I had the biggest smile. You were busting nuts. (laughs) You were busting a lot of nuts right there. Hey, listen, you know what it is, but I had the biggest smile of my life, okay? Yeah, a piece of shit goes into the toilet where he is. Rat bastard goes into the toilet, okay? Rat goes to try to me. He's drowning him in the toilet. Yeah, take that in the toilet, bitch. Uh, but let me ask Bill Guy. Bill Guy, what do you think about the inner circle and the Pinnacles beatdown? Bill Guy, are you Bill. still there? Bill Guy. Bill Guy. Hello? 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 <laughs> All right. Well, all right, Leroy, we finished. Bell guys left as well. 
I think it's a good. I think it's good. I think it's kind of that was interesting how they returned. It's not a normal like we're in the ring and we're gonna come back on you. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting how they used that. Um, it's real reality face where a, a rap master like MJF gets you know he opens the door and he sees uh, all the inner circle members and his face is like what the fuck, how, why, how? Yeah, we gotta like, leave. We gotta leave now. <laughs> And you like, got Jake Hager you know, right there at the door. Yeah, and you see, yo, okay, this is this is this is this is a, a little bit off topic, okay? It's like a movie. If you see Jake Hager um, coming anywhere in your direction, he's looking mean. I think you like, yeah, I gotta go. You walk really fast. <laughs> you just you just walk really fast to go. Same thing with Miro. Like you know, any of those intimidated dudes, you just be like, hey, listen, I gotta go. Yeah, I like I like the deliver I like the whole thing when uh Jericho in the bathroom looking menacing and then MJF going, Oh shit, and we gotta go, we gotta go now. Like <laughs> Man, they beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, like uh Dax uh bladed the hard way. Okay, what happened to Tolly Blanchard? Because he looked like he was just chilling. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Oh, no. I'm like he would have oh, been no. better off out that shot. Like he just he was just chilling. I don't know if he just got punched and then like he was just you know laying there or a, it was just, just it just or just sat down like I'm just gonna watch you guys get your ass whooped. I'm too old for this, you know. Like like, like dude, he would have been better off out shit. of the whole shot. Over. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, shit. I thought Spears was gonna blade. Uh, um, the way Sammy Guevara hit that fucking uh. Crazy ass GTS and slammed his head in the door. That shit was crazy. I, you know, and they, they say, say one, and they say one. If they say one, one gotta go to the hospital. One gotta go to the morgue. So you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I feel like this is going to be leading up. Um, what better on AEW's Double or Nothing, the blood and guts match that they promised. You know, everybody. You know, before the pandemic. I think that's it too. Yeah, it's because um, you know they they're horsemen theme pretty much. You know, this is the yeah, AEW version of horsemen. No, no. And what was what? and what you was the horsemen? What was the horsemen synonymous with? War game matches. I think they 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 seem like more evolution. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie to you. It probably is. It's probably a little hint of everything. It's like own little spin. I'm I recently said horsemen because their logo looks like the horsemen. It looked like a horsemanish. Yeah. Logo when I'm just going by that, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right, it's probably a little touch of evolution, whatever. It, it's still it's still a touch of Ric Flair, you know, in that group, you know. It's just, a, mm-hmm. just you know, it's just got totally Blanchard, you know, uh, from that was in the original Horseman. You know, Flair was in the original Horseman, he, he went on and did um, evolution, then fortune. We ain't gonna mention fortune, that shit was trash, but you know, that's. I, I I have to I have to do say this 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 so this kind of had to make a point like all right so Scorpio turns here right he is now jumping Darby right and he's supposed to be a singles competitor why is he maybe maybe you know what this is why uh, I'm not gonna question it but it, I, I think there's a bigger picture in the long term booking of whatever. I think personally, I think Frankie when he does turn heel, he's on he's on uh um 
reunite with Scorpio and uh and uh Scorpio Sky and Hammer and Ethan Page are gonna turn uh, gonna be like a faction kind of tag team kind of thing. Or maybe not. Or maybe he just might go singles. But I, I I think they was like, we don't know what to do with Ethan Page. So we just gonna put him on uh, uh, elevation, help the help the guys get over. But then they was like, all right, let's put him in a tag team. Because then out of this promo, like, all right, if you're not going to give us the ball, we will take the ball. And I'm like, this don't make no sense. As a fan, now as a wrestler, I'll tell you this. As a wrestler, I think it's a good move of uh, you want to utilize your talent. You want to utilize all the people that you're on TV. But I still, and I will say this now, I don't know how the hell you do not give so maybe, maybe because it's the second show coming, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just chill out on that. A second show coming, where they have Joey and other talents that that don't get TV time on that second show on TNT. This is what made in the media call. So I'm gonna just gonna grieve on that. So I'm not gonna rant and stuff because everybody knows when Joey comes on TV, he fucking makes people look good. You know, he can make a good make good match at anybody, as the dog guy said, he's like the dog's that like AEW. But I'm not even going to say that. A bad boy is a bad boy. He can make a good match at anybody. So, they need to give him more TV time, for sure. I think he will get TV time with the second show, and then I think he'll get the tag with the Sonny and stuff. And then my personal pitch is this. If you were on, like, if if you want to do – I think Sonny and Joey going to go their separate ways down the road. And I think gonna do it respectively, not like somebody's gotta turn on somebody. And my pitch, if you're gonna bring something in for Joey to do, other than bringing me in, I would love to see him and Donnie together, the Janella uh, family together. Yeah. So that's just my personal opinion. The Janella zone, the Janella brothers, whatever you want to call them, like bring them in. I think it'll be a good dynamic. So. Yeah, yeah, go up the tag team division. Yeah, I agree with that, Marty. Man, I disagree with all that. You know, well, let's let's talk about MLW though. Let's uh, talk about MLW. I didn't get to watch all of it. Uh, let's see. Start calling you a Mark. Hey, Marty, do you know what a Mark is? <laughs> you can't call me no Mark if you don't know. Do you know what a Mark is, Marty? Marty, do you know what a mark is, Marty? I want to know. I want to know if you know what a mark is. Because both of y'all smell sound like marks. Yes, sir. We are we are marks. We are fans of Professor Russell. That's what we are, okay? <laughs> All right, we're back. Um, Yeah, let's talk about MLW. You know, um, all right. I only got to see a little bit of it, yeah. So I got to finish some more of it. Okay, so I'm trying to remember. Uh, actually, it was the uh, one of their shows. I guess they usually be on pay per view. Um, it was like an hour long though. Um, you kind of forgot who wrestled the first match, but the second match was uh, Mylon Reed versus Devari. Uh, Simon Gotch. Yes, yes. Marley. I think Jordan yeah, Oliver and um. Yes, Simon Gosh is part of Contra. Um, yeah, he, I heard that name like when well, he was he was yeah. tag team with um, Eddie English. Oh, no. Well, 
Yeah, he's in MLW now, but Jordan Oliver, uh, I think he I believe he won his match and Myron Reed won his match against Davari and Heavyweight Hustle, uh Calvin Taken was sadly at failed to Jacob Fatu. He got hit with a flagpole. Fatu hits the moonsault, one, two, three. But it was a good ass match. It actually felt like Fatu might have been almost losing the belt, but he didn't. So yeah, it was called sitting. Uh, never say never. Is yeah, one never of the, say uh, never. That's what it was. Yep, yep. That's what it was. Never say never. Um, yeah, I, I now I'm wondering who's going to really take the belt off Jake Jacob too. It's not really much people. I, I don't know, man. They're making him like what he's like a two year reign. Yeah, two year reign. It's like long ass title reign. You'll never see title reigns like this before. So that's how that it's. I think. I, I think personally, uh, I think uh, Calvin Takeman and, and, and Justice are going to team up, and they need to because, yeah, you, know, you just can't have two people, bro. Like, you need more, you need more than two people. What about uh, Hammerstorm? Because you know Hammerstorm is still the open weight uh, heavyweight champion, and um, not heavyweight champion, but yeah. you know you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's feuding with a uh, he's feuding with a uh, uh, Mill um, Marquez. I, I, I'm pretty sure I butchered that. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, fuck. What was his name? And Impact. I still, God, every time I'm trying to remember it because Ricky Banderas or whatever like that. Uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen Wrestling Society X. It's off topic. You know, that horrible-ass promo. It like seems like Vampiro burned his face. He's always, like, he's always yelling, Vampiro, you burnt my face. <laughs> Just had me rolling. Uh, but anyway, yeah, besides I've the point, it. I've seen it. I've seen that. Besides the point, the dude for Lucha Underground, uh, Hammerstorm is yeah, feuding with him. Yeah, talking about uh, Judas Macias. Yeah, Judas Macias. That's who it is. Yeah, I don't know why I say Ricky Banderas. I'm pretty sure there's a wrestler named that. But um, yeah, it is in Japan. In, oh, Japan, really? Okay. Yeah, um, Noah. Noah, really, really? I got look. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw this dude wrestle before, but I just don't. I Ricky Banderas tag team with Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. That, that sounds familiar as well. It's probably been a long time since I've seen these guys. If I've seen these guys, I probably would know. You know? Yeah, uh, if you remember, remember that uh, guy's Bison Smith from Ring of Honor? Bison? So, yo, yeah. he was the one that did the, uh, he was also the one that did the Styles Clash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bison Smith. Big dude too. Yeah, was I was a big, big fan, too. big fan of Bison Smith. Real big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, that was the part when Hiroshima was uh, ROA's champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, uh, they had a, they had the uh, relationship with Noah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure did. But um, damn. <laughs> uh, I, I was under um um Alex Hammerstorm um Hammerstorm. I feel like yeah he's he I think he's already faced or something like that. Uh, he's still with the dynasty. They, they, you know what they do in MLW? They slowly turn them face. They slowly like the same. I, it's a, it's kind of like that I, with Richard Holiday too. In a way, yeah, they, they're they're like slowly turning so he's acting like he don't like Alicia, but he likes Alicia. Mm-hmm. But speaking of MOW, if you follow both Selena Del, uh, Selena Del Renta and Alicia too, they've been feuding. Uh, <laughs> people, it, it's 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 not Alicia Tout, it's Alicia Toot. I know I got it wrong the first time, but I, I don't know when she said it. I tooted over Toot. again, and I tooted. How did I feel? Well, 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I had to bust out a tune for Miss Alicia. So, <laughs> uh, on 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 her channel and on MLW, if you when you watch MLW, they're beefing, and I think I think uh, Alicia Toot is going to have. Um, I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she's gonna wrestle. I think she's gonna be a manager for like. I don't think Hamstone because they're gonna have uh, him doing something else. But she's gonna be managing somebody else, and then Selena Dinorenz is gonna be managing somebody else. So, well, the I way Selena is doing, it's like uh, Selena wants all the gold. And guess what? Richard Holiday got the Caribbean Heavyweight Championship, even though it's official now. And with Alicia yeah. too, that might be actually the actual feud. Uh, one of her guys, don't know who, uh, it could be one of the El Parcas going after um, Richard Holiday for the belt. You know, maybe she'll play a role in that one. You know, but that's too far. I don't know. That's too far down. But I don't know if it's gonna be like two episodes later or whatever from this. I figure. I figure by somewhere in the summertime they're going to. So. I think they're gonna do like a manager. Manager, they're gonna manage both people, and I think at the end they're going to. I don't think Alicia said that she doesn't want to wrestle, but I think it just might be out like a like a fight. Like they just might fight each other in the ring. Mm -hmm. And like I'm not gonna lie, like I like Selena Dunranta, but also I like me some uh, some Alicia too. So I'm like torn, but I like, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna go over to Alicia two side. Uh, cause I'm like, me some Canadian wait. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. What right. if, what if, what if, uh, uh, Serena Del Renta, uh, joined forces with, uh, Gino Medinis? But I'm pretty sure I butchered that too. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I, they haven't like their lucha on the ground too, so you never know. So, mm -hmm. yep, yep. Very, I think it's been very interesting. Like, uh, like I, I'm not gonna comment on the contracts of MLW, but some people have not so favorable contracts, and then like you got Jacob Fatu, who's got good contract, uh, and then you have Calvin Tangman. I think he has a good contract. I just hope for the sake of sake of uh, sake that people, if you're a wrestler, if you're a fellow wrestler, and you sign an MLW, look at what you're signing and make sure you have no bogus ass deal. Look at who I feel you came like, to see. I feel like Mance Warner had a messed up deal, and he wanted. I feel like he wanted to get out of it, and they wouldn't let him get out of it. And of course, why would they? Because he was one. He was one of their top guys. Like he was the reason why I watched MOW. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna hold you. Even if it was good, it was one reason why uh, in the early stages I was watching Mance Warner and how I got tuned on to Mance Warner. Oh, come on, was, man. I started watching MOW, so after that. Shit. Shout out to Mass Warner, second year crew in the building. Mass team in the building. So, um, <laughs> oh, all right. You know, um, we're about to end this podcast. Uh, I think Bill guy fell asleep. Um, Party Marty, take us home. You know what to do. Yeah. So, our truth. <laughs> Listen to me here. If you come down to Ottawa, Canada, he cut his camera off of this. You better watch out. Come to Ottawa, Canada. I'm gonna pin you on one, two, three, and I'll become the 24/11 United States 24/7 champion. And the only way that I'm gonna make it real 
you're going to have to beat me in Irish car bomb. This is what it's called. Guinness and Bailey's right here. You're going to have to beat me in. Marty, no I can't see you, bro. I just want to point that no. out. Yeah, it's audio, bro. <laughs> okay. Well, because I beat you in Irish car bomb, and I'm going to pin punch three and put that title on my wall where it belongs. Okay. Did you just point so, at the wall? Marty, I got a question. <laughs> I, have, I have the question of this. I think I think the people of the podcast want to know this. Yeah. When you before you before you take it back to your place in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah. How are you gonna how are you gonna pin them? You gonna pin them over the chest or are you gonna go hold the leg? Are you gonna go a cradle? How how is this gonna happen? Like and well, how are you gonna get how you gonna get them? How you gonna get them from your disguise? What you gonna do? I'm going to dress up as a security guard or something. I'm going to roll up him one, two, three, or actually I'll dress up as a or something. And he'll okay. Never, he'll never know what's coming. So I'm going to roll him up one, two, three, take that damn title. Somebody's going to drive me all the way to Ottawa, Canada, or, or not, well, not Ottawa, Canada, but if so, if you come the arena. and post. I got you. To the arena, somebody will uh, get a getaway car and take off. <laughs> All I want to say, Marty, is pin them legs, man. Pin them legs. Pin yeah. them legs. Make, Marty. And, and sh- make, it sure, make sure his shoulders can't get up. Marty, you got to wear that green wig, bro. I'm re- I'm no, he'll stand out if he wears that. He got to be incognito. Yeah, wear that shit after you pin him. Just, just grab it out of your back pocket, put it on your head. Start running. Yeah, I'll wear that green wig. Jesus Christ. All right, Marty, where can they find you, bro? Find me, PartyMarty35 on Instagram, PartyMarty25 on Twitter, or Martin Durback on Facebook. All righty. And Nasty Leroy, I know it's going to be a long one. Where can they find you? I know WrestleMania season is coming up. So where can they? You already know. Here we go. It's about thirty minutes in. Let's get John Zigdig ready. Jesus! All right, John's ready. Go ahead, Leroy. You can find me at official Nancy Leroy on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at that Nancy Leroy. You can also find me on TikTok at that Nancy Leroy. You can also find me at. The booth at the collective GCW. I will be in Ebro City, Florida, um, at the Cuban at the Cuban Club Hotel, and I'll I'll, I'll just be around Tampa. So if you see me, uh, say what up to that man. You know we'll take a picture. I'll have my merchandise. Um, I was going to debut a new show, new shirt, but I couldn't come up with a promo. So. I'll Nancy Major will come out soon. But uh I will have some Nancy team or Nancy Leroy shirts. And I look forward to everybody meeting everybody there. Uh reuniting with some people and I'll be riding with my boy Anthony. So if you see me at the uh gay brunch, if you see me at the uh there, you know, say what's up, you know, for the culture, all that kind of stuff. And know, uh, repping both groups, um, the Nash team and uh second gear crew. And no, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. You know, if you buy me a shot, you know that's cool too. It is what it is. So I look forward to seeing everybody there. So uh, yeah. Also, I'm gonna say this before I get out out of here. Um, I like you to to 
buy and support my friend Matt Sales. He is uh, he hurt himself at last action event. He's looking to get back in in the uh, thick of things and like I went to wars with him, drunk a lot of beers with him. He's really a good friend of mine, and I think he's one of the most talented characters in pro wrestling. Like his character is not just a drinking beer character. It's like if you ever seen Sunny in Philadelphia mixed with some uh, some comedy and stuff. So he's one of the best comedy guys in there. So go support him on his pro wrestling tees. Uh, I think it's I think it's the Bruiser Ray, uh, not Bruiser Ray, uh, the Boozer Ray. So uh, look up type of mass sales Boozer Ray. So that's all I got. Alrighty, so so alright, folks. You know what it is. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at eight eight one zero pro. I mean eight one zero podcast is underscore um, each um, each um, number. Yeah, three underscores. Thank you, Leroy. And um, if you like this podcast, wait, hold on. Um, damn it! <laughs> I got a train of thought. Uh, if you want to go ahead and follow me on Twitch, I stream every once in a while. Now I got a little busy. Uh, Twitch.tv slash villain of Um, hey, you know, go ahead and send me some requests and I will play them sometimes. Um, if you we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 810 pro wrestling, and you can if you want to buy this t shirt, go to buy a t shirt at pro wrestling tees.com slash bad news one. 810. There's a brain buster tease coming real soon for the podcast. And if you want to support the podcast, you know, if you want to, if you like the content, if you want more guests, if you want people, if you want more shows, people coming on, uh, and uh, or occasionally see Party Marty drinks Irish carbons or see Nasty Leroy swing them hips, you can always go ahead and go to anchor.fm slash support slash 810 pro wrestling. We can you can donate just a little bit as a dollar a month to ten dollars a month. It's up to you. Much appreciated as as usual for the belt guy and for Nasty Leroy. Oh, party so, oh hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait a second. Wait a second. I forgot one thing. I don't know how it skipped me. Uh, a special edition, many weekend. I don't know about Joey returning with the nasty with the with the Janelle's on, but I do know this. You asking me when is the Nasty Reality Podcast coming or Nasty of the Dark. Nasty of the Dark will be at May weekend. I will be Instagramming live that weekend. We're going to have a whole lot of different guests, a whole lot of people. Jesus! Um, I, I am rooming with a few other wrestlers, so, you know. Oh, all right, all right. We, all right. we get the point. We get the point. All right. Good night, everybody. Push me to the edge, never gave a fuck about nothing that I said Now I'm making profits in these streets, no red cup I've been going hard and I swear that I won't let up Fuck a final match, yeah you know that I'm back Got a couple haters so we gotta get the strap Push me to the edge and I'm on fire I will not stop until I find ya You fucked up once, now you're gonna die young yeah. Push me to the edge and I'm on fire Don't mean it, blur the line, now you can't read in between it They call me a head, turn a bread or not
the remix Rising like a phoenix Told me I'm a star, but I know that you don't mean it Yeah, we caught some heat, but I think we're pretty decent Yeah, I think we're pretty decent I am not alone, I got Enzo in the back We some real ones, certified, that's facts I am fed up, but I'm trying to relax Had to get a bow with my foot up on the dash String me like a puppet, all that shit is in the pretense Used to hold me down, now I party every weekend Did what I could, but you had to find a reason M-O-T-H, don't try to pretend Out for revenge, forming an allegiance Had to level up, can you hear me? Me to the edge, I'm on fire. I will not stop until I find you. You fucked up once, now you're going.